and welcome to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a podcast with me, Brittany Duncan, a millennial homemaker. Join me each week as I share all the things I've learned that make keeping your home, garden, and life running smoothly all while working. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app so you get the episodes downloaded straight to you every Monday. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a millennial homemaker. This is Brittany Duncan, and I hope that everybody had a fantastic weekend and either relaxed fully or got a lot accomplished, depending what you wanted your journey to be. Um, Today, I want to talk a little bit about finding your style and clothing, closets, accessorizing, all that fun stuff. I think as homemakers, and granted, this podcast is geared towards a different kind of homemaker who is still having to live a, well, no, not having, choosing to work and you know, do all the the normal society things. So we are in and out of the home, I would say. I think traditionally when people think of homemaker, they think of like prairie dresses and aprons, which is totally cool. I mean, I don't know. In some kind of way, I'm like, huh, I could get down with the, the prairie dress every day, maybe. But that is not my life. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about finding your style and, you know, feeling good in what you wear, being different, um, that kind of thing. Because I think it can be difficult, especially when you have multiple identities. Um, It's, you know, uh, style in a lot of ways, like, can either put you into a box if you let it or just be endless impossibilities. And um, I was talking to with a friend the other day that was like, I haven't found, quote, my style, um, is what she was saying. And I had said, you know, like, when I think about it, I think I have two styles. Um, And I should say it's like two main styles. Like, one of them is kind of what I would consider like old Southern, a little bit preppier, um, a little more girly, that kind of kind of style, traditional patterns, traditional cuts of clothing. Um, but the other style that I'm very drawn to and have a lot of pieces for is a like Western style. Um, we live here in Idaho. We go up to Stanley a lot. When I'm in Stanley, I love to break out some of my cool uh, Western pieces and use them. So those are two very different vibes. And I'm okay with that. And I think that's going to be my first piece of advice to you is don't try and put yourself into a box. Like if you have two, three, four kind of style categories that you feel fit you and you feel good in and you love, you don't have to get rid of three of them and choose one. Um, We have the beauty of being able to dress ourselves every day. Um, But if you have four different styles, if you're not careful, pretty quickly that can add up financially. Um, So my piece of advice, and when I was looking at my closet and kind of thinking about my style, I have a lot of pieces that overlap between multiple styles. And I think that this is really important to invest in quality basics. So for example, jeans. 
jeans can go either way. I can wear jeans with a top that has ruffles on it in a tall pattern and be more of my, you know, old Southern style. Or I can wear jeans with a flannel and a denim jacket and throw on some boots and a hat and I am in my Western style. Um, having quality basics. So jeans are worth investing in, in my opinion. Cheap jeans, um, A, they don't feel good. They're, they just don't have the same kind of quality. Um, they don't last as long. The fit doesn't stay the same. Y'all know what I'm talking about where you, um, you know, feel like you have to wash your jeans again to get them to like tighten up. Um, and you know what, I'll, I'll throw in a caveat there. My, I get most of my jeans from J. Crew, so uh, they're kind of like that medium price point, I would say. I'm not getting them at Target, but I'm also not spending $200 on jeans. Um, and they, every now and then, will loosen up. And that's like part of real denim, um, but they, they do feel better, and I think it takes longer than the, the Target jeans. Um, that being said, an old pair of my jeans that I loved, loved, loved was from Target, so... Finding those pieces that you love, the good basics. So jeans in different cuts, I think, are an ideal basic. Having a multitude of tops in basic colors. Um, I love turtlenecks in the winter. I have a ton of them. I have like a section of turtlenecks in my closet. And I've got them in um, gray, black, white, maroon um, and then I have some fun ones that have some pattern to it and like a hot pink one that has like a ruffle collar and sleeves. Um, but those, you know, the white, the gray, the black, the maroon, those are basic colors that can really swing either way depending what I'm feeling that day. Uh, sweaters can be the same in terms of, you know, the basic color, some traditional cuts that you can dress up. So... That's my first recommendation is, you know, pull out the pieces that you feel good in, that fit well, are good quality. They don't have stains. If they've got stains, put them in Donate. Uh, I did an episode about a capsule wardrobe, and I'll link that in the show notes. Um, but that episode talks about, you know, the quality over quantity and getting your closet to a capsule point where everything kind of flows and you have the pieces. When you look in there, it's like anything in there you can pull out, wear, and feel good in. And I think that's important. So um, you only need like a couple gardening shirts. You only need a couple pair of pants to paint in. How often are you painting? I mean, if you're a, a painter, uh, caveat to you. But otherwise, you don't need you know, a bunch of old free t-shirts that were given to you at 5Ks 10 years ago that, you know, oh, well, I could use this for gardening. Nope. Get rid of them. Just get a couple. Um, and then once you've got those basic pieces, the way that I like to fall into my style is through accessorizing. And I think it is a easy way to try out trends without 
you know, contributing to waste. There's so much, like, you hear about fast fashion all the time, right? The new style, you buy it, you wear it for a year, and then um, it either wasn't great quality and you need to retire it, or it's gone out of style again and you you want to donate it. Accessorizing allows you to kind of dip your toe into that style without um, adding more clothing waste. So I love jewelry. I inherited my grandmother's jewelry collection when she passed, and she was an accessorizing master. She had tons of jewelry, tons of scarves. That's where my love of scarves comes from is um, my maternal grandmother, Joan, and um, all her jewelry. I remember as a little girl, every time I'd go to her house, I'd want to look at her jewelry with her. And so we'd sit on the bed and she'd pull out a case. She used um, tackle boxes to like store her jewelry in, which is actually genius because it has all the little compartments and keeps it all. And she'd put, you know, little um, like tissues in each compartment. So everything was like nice and protected. Um, And that's what we would do is, you know, she'd pull out a different case and we'd go and look at all the things and she'd tell me where she got them and, you know, why it is a special piece or, you know, how she likes to use it. And so it was like really special memories for me. And uh, I have all that jewelry now and it's some of it um, is fine, but the majority of it is like costume jewelry. And I'll, I will say that vintage costume jewelry is really great, great quality. Like some of the older costume jewelry, I mean, it'll last forever. It looks great. Um, they're made really well. A lot of them are made with like semi-precious stones that would be more expensive now, but, um, you know, back in the day weren't crazy. So I have all her jewelry, and then because of those memories and the love that I had, I also collect jewelry. Um, Some of it, again, is fine, and others I got at the, you know, thrift store for a dollar, and it just allows me to have fun and play with my accessories. So that's my first tip, um, is pick up jewelry when you see it, and if it feels fun and you get a little spark of joy, go ahead and get it. I think uh, fashion and your style comes from confidence. And at some point, I think we just have to put down other people's expectations and, oh, I don't know if I can pull that off or I'm not cool enough to wear that or all the little negative things that run through our head and say, the hell with that and own it. Um, I have kind of stepped into that a little bit more these, I'd say like, you know, these last two years, like I've kind of stopped caring what other people think and like, and just doing it. And, um, you'd be amazed. Like that's when I get compliments is like something that I wasn't sure about and decided to buy or to wear and, you know, wore confidently. And that's when I, you know, someone will be like, oh my gosh, I love your outfit or, um, you know, you look so great or whatever they say that makes me feel really good because I took a risk and owned it. So don't worry about what other people think. Dress for you. That's all that matters. And feel good in your clothes. Have fun. Um, Accessorizing is like a way to personalize yourself and stand out. 
So in addition to jewelry, I love scarves. Um, Also from my grandmother, we do the same thing. She had tons and tons of scarves, which I also inherited, um, and all different lengths and cuts and styles. So um, if you look up on Pinterest, different scarf tying, you'd be amazed what you can do with scarves. And I, again, I pick those up at thrift stores or Goodwill uh, all the time. Um, I do look for like better quality ones. I don't love like the polyester. Um, as you start to collect them, you'll be able to like feel what feels like quality or not. Um, and like part of that is just to like hold it up to your neck. And if it feels like scratchy and gross, um, you're not going to want to wear it. You're going to buy it, even if it's a really pretty pattern. But unless you're wearing a turtleneck, you're not going to wear it because it is scratchy and doesn't feel great. So um, that's something to consider as well. And then hats. I love hats. I um, have started kind of building out a hat collection, which is really fun out here um, in Idaho in the West. I can do that. And But even if you are in New York, you want to wear a hat, you wear a hat. Um, you know, just own it. And then uh, shoes are the other one. And shoes are another area where I say quality over quantity. Um, with shoes, I think more than anything probably shoes and handbags, you really get what you pay for. Um, But shoes, especially, they're on your feet, they're up against dirt and pavement and hard stuff, and you walk in them. And if you buy cheap shoes, they're not going to last. You might get like half a season out of a shoe from Target if you're wearing it regularly. Um, And it's probably not that comfortable. I am at a point in life where I, I think I'm getting old and I'm like, foot, like my feet being comfortable Uh, is important to me like more so than fashion which I cringe a little bit saying but it's like I want to be comfortable um and I don't think that you have to give up comfort in order to look great you just have to be a little bit more choosy and uh, it might take you a little bit longer to find the perfect nude pump or uh the booty that feels good that you could walk miles in um but with your shoes don't don't sacrifice quality and comfort Okay, so those are kind of like the basic staples that I recommend. Once you've got that, your your kind of base, then you can start to trickle in those fun pieces. Now, caveat here, and this might not be for everybody, but this is what I do. I don't believe in contributing to fast fashion. Um, I I think the the clothes are poorly made. They're made overseas. They're made with, you know poly blends and um you know just fabrics that aren't great quality so what I do to find my fun pieces and it was part of my new year's resolutions for this year was that I don't want to buy any new clothing this year um unless something happens like if I rip my jeans I'm gonna go to J Crew and get a replacement pair of jeans but other than that I am trying to buy all of my clothes either um, secondhand or on from like consignment, which is still secondhand. So, um, and it has really opened my eyes. I, you know, we're only in February, so I've been doing this for a month now. And in the last month, I have picked up some really cool pieces from Goodwill and other thrift stores that are so cheap. Um, and fun. And this is where I can play and I don't have to feel guilty. Like I'm not going and spending $50 on a shirt that is kind of out there that in a year might not might not be my vibe anymore. 
Um, and BSP says, I swear I get more compliments on than any others uh, because they're different. Because I am like a Goodwill or a thrift stop or consignment, you're going to find different clothing um, that isn't the same as what everybody else is wearing. It's not the lookbook for 2024 that, you know, every brand is carrying kind of the same thing with a different flair. You can branch out a little bit. Um, and you can find some really great quality stuff secondhand. Um, you be, I mean, you go to Goodwill and I'll say like any kind of thrifting or buying secondhand, the trick to getting good quality is to go a lot. Um, but you can go there and find 100% cashmere for $7.99. That does not exist elsewhere. Um, you can find silk. You can find denim. You can find leather. You can find, like, again, good quality pieces that new would be, you know, 5, 10, 20 times the price. Um, it's just keeping your eye out and being open-minded and trying things on, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. But, yeah, I've found some really great pieces lately that were secondhand. I mean, honestly, the, the ones I'm thinking about, I've got probably five new pieces in the last month, and all of them were under $10. And I would say that, like, all of them would be in the 50 to $150 range new um, like I got this one really pretty tweed jacket from J. Crew that I've I've seen that jacket before. I know that new it's over a hundred dollars. Um, you know, um a beautiful silk dress that is from a European brand. Um can't wait for summer to wear it. Honestly, it's so pretty. Um and some other things. So that's that's my tip is get your basics, don't sacrifice quality on the basics, accessorize. And then shop secondhand or consignment for those fun pieces. And that way you're not contributing to fast fashion. If you wear them for a season and then decide to donate them again, your um, your loss is minimal. And it just opens you up to different possibilities when it comes to style. Um, so I'd love to know what your favorite finds have been. Um, or like if you have a fashion hack when I post this episode on Instagram today, um, go over there and comment what you, what your favorite thrift find has been, or if you have a fashion tip that we can all learn from. Um, but more than anything, ladies, gentlemen, if you're listening, do not put yourself into a box because of what you think other people think about you. You are cool enough to wear what you want, and you can do whatever you want. You can buy whatever you want. You, If you own it and wear it confidently and you feel good in it, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Um, just, be, just be you. Have fun. Clothing is an ex expression of yourself, how you're feeling. And we don't all feel the same every single day. We are not the same person every single day. Sometimes I'm athletic Brit. Sometimes I am tired Brit and I'm in my sweats. Sometimes I'm Western Brit and I'm wearing a Canadian tuxedo and rocking it. 
And sometimes I am old Southern Brit and I have on a three-quarter length skirt with a beautiful brows and with a beautiful blouse and matching headband, okay? I can do all those things and that's okay. You know, the Western the Western police are not coming for me and being like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. You can't wear denim and wear gingham. You you gotta choose, lady. No one's doing that. Okay. It's really only you that is thinking about this. So let it go. Have fun. Go shopping. Get yourself some good basics. And then for the rest, shop secondhand or consignment and get those fun pieces. Okay, everybody. I hope that's helpful. And I will see you back here on Friday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untraditionally Traditional. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with those special people who would love it too and write a review. For more tips and photos of my home and garden, follow Untraditionally Traditional Pod on Instagram. Until next week, let's continue to make our homes places of joy and service to ourselves and those we share them with.